Tank Tuesday, baby. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star. Throw in a tank. It's the offseason. Bo Brock, Johnny, Venerable, Fishable, Flash in the chat. New tank top for today. Welcome in, friends, to your premier only Arizona Cardinal podcast. Man, oh, man. Bunch of talking points today, but first... First things first, Mr. Bobrock has what could be the most glorious farmer's tan mm. I've ever seen. It's like you've been out at the Tempe facility running laps with the team uh, while, you know, simultaneously doing the good work here at PHNX Cardinals. How does one go about getting a farmer's tan like that, Bobrock? I mean, it's it's an elite skill that you have to acquire to get yeah. this type of dad farmer's tan. Be out there wearing your your sleeves. You got to wear sleeves first and yeah. foremost. They're not going to allow you to just walk into the facility willy nilly yeah. with these with these these guys right here, one and two. So you know, I appreciate it. Yeah, this this is not just something you come by. I mean, this no. is something that you work on that you train for and uh, i'm excited to uh, reveal it during our third <laughs> tank tuesday yes. thank you very much mr roboto it's a tank tuesday it is uh that's a that's definitely a top 100 uh farmer sound i've ever seen in my life <laughs> um and speaking of top 100 it's in the show title uh this came out yesterday and i like pete prisco i think he goes against the grain he's ingratiated in you know nfl rider you know, royalty is a good guy. He's a little guy like me. Uh, but he put out his top 100 list for CBS Sports. Not top 10, not top 20. The best 100 players in the NFL right now today. No favoritism. Cut and dry. Guy lives in Jacksonville. Um, there were no Arizona Cardinals. Former Sun Devil. He's got yeah. ties to the Valley. Yeah. 100%. And he's usually very, very uh, favorable to our, our precious Redbirds. Yet, in his top 100 list this year for 2023... Uh, no Arizona Cardinals on that list. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, Johnny, they don't deserve it. They don't have any good players. That's hogwash. I would argue they have Easy, some, Johnny. Really, some really good players. There <laughs> is the roster a little lacking on depth. Yeah, absolutely. But to have a top 100 list and not have Buda Baker uh, contract dispute and all is, I think is ridiculous. And I think it's a little bit clickbaity of Prisco who did have him and Kyler Murray as honorable mentions, Bo Brock. Yeah, that's um, that's a cop out. That that's yeah. brutal. I mean, if you're concocting a list of the hundred best football players on the planet in in this universe, and you don't have Buddha Baker on your current one hundred top football players list, you have to reevaluate your criteria and, and figure out where it's flawed. It is flawed because. Buda Baker is a top 100 football player, no doubt about it. He's one of the best 100 football players on the planet, full stop, five-time pro bowler, one of the most explosive players in the league, fearless force uh, that's you know making explosive play after explosive play. He's always around the ball, and no matter where he, where he starts that play, any given play. I mean, he's unbelievable. Buda Baker is a top 100 football player. I don't care what Prisco's list says. Uh, and it might be one of the worst omissions as far as all these dumb lists that we've been, you know, you know, putting together for the last 10 years. I mean, to have Buda Baker not on a top 100 football player list is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like, how many? 53-man roster, so it's like two teams would were to draft basically their top – 50 players and and they would go back and forth. And what he's equating is that Buda Baker wouldn't get drafted in a top 100 player draft. Um, let me give you some names of players 
that were on the list ahead of Buda Baker and uh, try to keep your lunch down here. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Peterson, after a, a solid year with the Minnesota Vikings, he was ranked ahead of Buda Baker. How about Tyron Matthew? Tyron Matthew, who was injured last year, did not play as well as people think. Um, you know, really hasn't played peak ball since their since Super Bowl. Harrison Smith? Yeah. Justin Fields ahead of Buda Baker and Kyler Murray. Justin Fields, who we love. He's a fantasy darling. He kept my man to my right from going to the Waffle House for 24 hours on his fantasy football <laughs> team last year. Justin Fields is a top 100 player, but Kyler Murray and Buda Baker aren't. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't. Your list loses all credibility. And I, I like Justin Fields, but how many wins does a guy have? What, right. Like six for his career? Let's get, get the hell out of here with that. And then a couple that really hurt, you know, Christian Kirk on this list, ex-Cardinal, right? Former second rounder, just like Buda Baker. Mm -hmm. uh, Christian Kirk, uh, no All-Pros, no Pro Bowls. Buda Baker has made the Pro Bowl or has been an All-Pro every year he's been in the NFL, Bo Brock. You've got Cameron Curl at 85, a nice young safety for Washington. And I won't deny it, yeah, he's, yeah. he's an up-and-comer. He's not better than Buda Baker. Uh, you've got, it, it, what have you done for me lately, Case? And then you look at the same list, and you've got Alvin Kamara. It's like, yeah. you know, I think Buda Baker probably was more productive at his position than Alvin Kamara was at his position last year. So there's no, like, as far as like, he's got Tyron Matthew on here. Tyron Matthew over Buda Baker at this point in his career. Like Tyron Matthew, yeah, obviously, a joke. he has put the, his resume uh, is, is very impressive. And, and, you know, obviously, you know, some, I'll, I'll give some props to the honey badger, but he's not better than Buda Baker at this point. It's just, I don't know how I, I think at 50, maybe he just started throwing names in there. Okay. He's yeah. a good football player. He's a good football player. And do, and I think we mentioned this, like the Arizona Cardinals at this point, like they become kind of forgotten about just because nobody is, is, is looking at anything when they're putting together, you know, contending teams and teams that are going to be very relevant as far as the NFL season goes. Arizona Cardinals are on the outside looking in on that right now. It's just just facts. It's just yeah. they're not very relevant as far as people trying to analyze, you know, good football players and good football teams. It's going to be tough because they don't have a ton of sex appeal. And we talked about it like they don't have any fantasy prospects outside of a couple guys, Hollywood Brown, James Conner. And they don't have guys. I mean, fans are struggling with it right now. Like whose jersey do I buy? Who's a guarantee to be on this roster next year? And even Buda Baker, I mean, like, it's funny. It does feel like had Buda Baker been traded in the spring to like Philadelphia or somewhere, like it feels like he'd be on this list, doesn't yeah. it? It just feels like recent probably be like, firmly in the top 50, right? Yeah. Because people yeah. would be talking about him. They'd be analyzing yeah. the tape. They'd be looking at the, the robust statistics. They'd see, you know, what an animal he is on and off the field and what type of, you know, how it transcends even the playing field and how he, he just continues to be, you know, the, the, the pro that you want and the type of player you want to build around. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, th I think he is a victim of the Arizona Cardinals. And, and this includes last season, the four and 13 season where there wasn't a ton of, of talent on that defense where, you know, I, I was watching the 2021 video on Buda Baker when he was in the NFL Network's top 100. And you had Cooper Cup saying that coaches just say, you, every coach is saying, pick up Baker, pick up Buda, pick know where Buda Baker is. And it became a little bit easier when the Arizona Cardinals were down on talent on defense last year. Well, couldn't I point out too, if I'm Buda Baker, and again, lists are, are, are I, I, they're objective, right? And, or subjective, I mean, it's, it's based on whomever's opinion that writes them. But 
if I'm Buda Baker, like, I think this helps my case of like, hey, Cardinals, clearly I'm a top 100 player. Hey, Cardinals, I'm being disrespected. I'm guilty by association with you right now. Yeah. And you're not a team that is garnering much attention. If you want to see through this kind of difficult period and you want me to be a good soldier, like you need to pay me more or you need to trade me to to our point, like to somebody that's going to give me relevancy. And I can I've understood that from from day one. I've always been of the mindset ex Cardinals would their Hall of Fame candidacy be stronger had they not been on some losing teams? I use Adrian Wilson as an example in comparison to somebody like Troy Palomalu and, and Ed Reed. Maybe he he didn't have the peak years that those guys had, but if he if he was on competent organizations at the time, I mean, Adrian went to a Super Bowl, would his credibility and his candidacy for the Hall of Fame be different? I think Buda Baker is en route to the Hall of Fame, but then I see stuff like this, and I'm like, but will the voters even be able to be objective about this i think it's what makes aeneas williams so special right and a lot of these ex-cardinals that have made it against all odds to the hall of fame you know unless you're larry fitzgerald and you're the savant the icon for the franchise you you're in an uphill climb and so much is associated to winning but i also think it's like there are brands in the nfl that do well ratings wise and are on national tv every year even if they don't win right the cardinals don't have that benefit right Mm -hmm. now And I think that they need to look at the blueprint blueprint that has been set by a couple different teams, albeit one chain cities. But I mean, the Seattle Seahawks were in the midst of a downturn, but when Pete Carroll arrived and they strung together a couple really great drafts, like they put themselves in a position for with the Legion of Boom and Russell Wilson, like eight to 10 years of viability because they're just well run. The, The league could forget about the Seahawks if they're not good for a couple years. And I would say the same thing about the Rams. Even that first year they were in LA, they were irrelevant with Jeff Fisher and company. When good people run the organization and it leads to some success, you'll get the the candidacy and the credibility you deserve. And that includes Buda Baker, but the Cardinals do not have, and this isn't, you know, newsflash to the folks we've got into this view, this um, YouTube stream right now. Yeah. It's, it's obvious if they don't win that this kind of stuff's going to continue. Yeah. Some great chat going on here. Paul AZK one total clown take clown shoe take uh, Robert saying CBS is biased. Um, you've got, uh, let's see, Doc's cards. Did Simmons make the list? Johnny, did he make the list? Let's continue um, your streak here. He's on the bottom Simmons. 100 players. I've actually, <laughs> no. Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons, listen, Isaiah Simmons, if he has a good year, it doesn't matter what yeah. list he's on, he's going to get paid. I Listen, I, I had no qualms about isaiah simmons bringing yeah. him up on the show today but you want to keep the streak alive let's do it <laughs> how about how about uh chase this list consists of too many former cardinals so that's a great point about buddha fishbowl flash bs list hopkins would probably be on it if this comes out after he signs with another team 100%. i don't doubt that uh cb saying there's potential with cam thomas somebody we might bring up a little bit later here on the program but uh let me th- uh, you know th- there's there was one season that the Arizona Cardinals truly got their flowers. And I think it also might play into why they don't get them really any longer. And I think it was the 2016 season. Like the the Cardinals came off the 2015 regular season. They go 13 and three, they win the West. They, they go to the NFC championship game. They get blown out by the Carolina Panthers. They add uh, Chandler Jones in the offseason. They add Robert Kandiche. They seem to fill some holes and needs that that loaded. team had, right? Loaded, absolutely loaded team. Carson Palmer coming off an MVP-type campaign, 35 touchdowns. And 
the they were the media darlings. Everybody was picking the Arizona Cardinals to make a deep run in the postseason, if not be in the Super Bowl. And what did they do? They fell flat on their face. And mm-hmm. you know that off season, they had probably like seven guys in the top one hundred. They were getting their flowers, and then they complete like that team. They came out of the gates. They lost to the Patriots, open up the season, and then really just never got back in the game. And it was just I, I felt like so many media members felt like they bought in and were were kind of sold snake oil from the Arizona Cardinals. And then it also happened again. Like there hasn't been consistent success here to where no. anytime like media members want it nationally, wanted to wrap their arms around them, they just couldn't because the team was so hot and cold each and every other season. When I contend that's that's a big reason why Steve Kime was allowed to meddle and, and be the GM as long as he he was. The Steve Kime era, it was the most successful era of sustained success that they had in franchise history. From 2013 to 2015, they were consistently in the playoff picture. Then they had a downturn right and had a couple 500 seasons and eventually got back to the postseason. That's why my, Michael Bidwell looked at those teams of his of his late father, Bill, and it was like one postseason in like half a decade, and then they'd be irrelevant again. And so I, I'm with Bo, and I think, what makes it even more difficult is years like last year, right? When you're expected to make the playoffs and you fall flat on your face, you fire everybody, and then those nationally televised games that you're mentioning, Bo, are just unwatchable. The Mexico City game, mm. people are turning it off. You think networks want that? I mean, it's one thing to be an underachiever with your win-loss record, but when you're not competitive and the games are over halftime, three-quarters in, and that's what the, the 2020 two at times Arizona Cardinals were. I mean, people don't want to put you on national TV. Yeah. You're tra- you're starting David Blau and Chase- Trace McSorley started C- Christmas Day last year for this team. You think <laughs> you think the NBC Sports wanted to put that on? No. And so the Cardinals are not a a proven known commodity right now. There's a lot of unknowns, right? We're sure. bullish. We do a deep dive with these players. We think guys like Cameron Thomas and Paris Johnson Jr. are going to be really good. But number one, we don't have tangible evidence. And, no, and number two, it's the, the Cardinals right now. And this is why a lot of people are struggling to renew their season tickets. It's, it's like, you got to show me something. And this list is all about, hey, Cardinals, we like your GM. We know that you got your act together this offseason. But you're in the, this is the most difficult time right now. We're living it right now of this rebuild. And so if we can get to the other side of this in 6, 12, 18 months, then this team's going to be better off. And then you were going to have, hopefully, fingers crossed, those periods, those fluke periods of the past, but now sustained success three to five years in the making. Yeah. I mean, that's why we're embracing the tank today. That's why Tank Tuesdays is a thing, because we're celebrating the Cardinals building the right way. Uh, We've got Michael Evans asking how many seasons in a row did the Cardinals win 10 games? They won under B.A. the first three seasons, right? That was, And and that's where you're like, B.A., Steve Kime, like Kime this, is made, this is the duo, right? They, yeah. they they have the Midas touch. Everything they touch turns to gold. Uh, you know, that first season they made that, you know, uh, surprising run to nearly the postseason, didn't make it. But yeah. uh, Han shot first and Hard Knocks even wrote off the Cardinals, hands down, uh, one of the worst seasons you've ever seen. Absolutely. Um, I oh, mean, man. Hard Knocks, we covered it. it. Broken. I think they broke Hard Knocks. I really it's do. Right. I think it's I saw right. that Hard Knocks was was kind of asking the Detroit Lions if they could come back because they were the team on Hard Knocks before the season last year, and they're like, yeah, like nobody wants to do it. The Arizona Cardinals broke Hard Knocks. Something 
that we used to love, it's broken. And also, I think Johnny and myself may have played a role in Hard Knocks. Break. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> because, uh, speaking of, of of omissions, like Buda Baker was omitted off the top 100 list. The uh, the the surprise scene with Eno Benjamin was omitted from I, viewers. Can I just say something real fast? And nobody's going to care about this, but I love it so much. So we have some some videos that do well here on PHNX Cardinals or PHNX YouTube. Subscribe PHNX Sports if you haven't already. Um, you can go and, and filter by popular videos. The most popular video ever for PHNX Cardinals is here's what happened to Eno Benjamin. Here's what's going on with Eno Benjamin in the history since we've been doing this. And it's so funny because it, it goes back to the dishonesty of the Cardinals, HBO films getting caught up in that, walking it back in the media with the a- 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 AZ Central and company articles. And here you and I are uh, six months later, and they're like, just keep the Cardinals away from everything. Don't put them <laughs> on national TV. Take them off every list. We'll, we'll sir. Hey, Michael Bidwell, Jonathan Gannon, Monty Austin for let's circle back, right? It's like when you're when you're trying to close a deal and somebody's like, you know what, we'll just circle back in six months. I'll I'll let you know where I'm at. That the Cardinals right now are being told, thanks, but no thanks. We'll talk we'll talk to you later. Yeah, no, the NFL, NFL films, hard knocks, like Cardinals, we we need our space. Please don't just give us some time yeah. and then we'll 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 reach out to you, okay? Yeah. Uh, and, and they're just still reeling from. I need just, some space, Michael. <laughs> just about the biggest disaster in Mexico City. The you know the the incident that had a coach fired, and and then you know the Eno stuff. It was unbelievable. Hanshaw for soft knocks. Uh, it was a Dan Bickley and Vince Morata. They tabbed it soft taps, which is it I was it works. was public access kind of level <laughs> coverage and. Like the the Cardinals media does some good stuff on their YouTube page, and mm-hmm. uh, it was way worse than anything I've seen around this team. The most garbage propaganda. It was it was sad, frankly, because it yeah. was like this is we're because you're there every day. We cover this team regularly. We know other stuff's going on, and right. they purposely won't talk about it. Here's Will Hernandez at dinner for ten With minutes. His family. <laughs> The best, the best though, is when Michael Bidwell went in the locker room and he gave that side eye to Cl- Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, and you man. That's You're when like you knew from once upon a time. You're like this. Talk, mm. talk about just knowing at the time it's over. It's official. Like you felt like it, but then you just knew. You knew it's over, Johnny Z yeah. Professor. Thanks for the ten dollars super chat. What do we got, Johnny? Haven't been here in a while, but I do listen to every podcast at work. Bless you, my friend. Uh, I want to add this. I know the Cardinals are expected to win four games at most. If we get three wins at home this year, it's a W. I would take, if if you're asking me where these wins need to be, give them all at home because this home crowd needs a reason to be excited. I would rather go over Z Professor on the road and take all the dubs at, (laughs) at State Farm Stadium because I mean the, the the State Farm Stadium protecting us has, has been really depressing. Not from a fan perspective, fans have have tried to support the team at home. The product's been so bad. So, uh, Z Professor, thank you for that generous, generous ten dollars super chat. Thank you for supporting the channel in that way. Uh, and it, it, I I do think they're going to win Week One, though. I've been on the record. I've told you that. I think they're going to go into Washington and beat the Commanders. I mean, are they even sold yet? I mean, are they? They remain in flux, don't they? I mean, they—it's Harris and his group, right? But are they going to figure it out between now and September? Don't give them anything to play for. Don't allow that deal to get done until after the game's over. You've got guys on that team embracing Sam Howell to be QB one. I mean, 
Who knows? I mean, it's it's that's got to be as far as the NFL schedule outside of our audience and, and people here in Arizona and in the DMV there. Uh, this, you know, who's gonna wa- want to watch that game? Commanders, Cardinals, no, no Kyler Murray. Sam Howell's got one career touchdown pass, and but that that game right now, I'm gonna tell you right now, that spread from our friends at BetMGM yeah. and company, Bill Brock, it is. Hovering around like three and a half, four, four and a half, depending on where it was higher it. than that. I thought no, it was like close to six. Did it? No, so it's, it's come down, it's huh? Down. Um, people are betting it down because they're smart. Because right now, if you just take the home field advantage in, that's that's three points. So you can tackle that and other odds via BetMGM. You can bet on Week One with our friends, the Premier sports betting app it's bet mgm the great lawn at state farm stadium will be the home of phnx cardinals this fall every single football sunday myself bo brock will be hanging at bet mgm sportsbook and uh, in the meantime check out bet mgm swing for the fences super easy get signed up with promo code phnx all you got to do as i mentioned log in did the BetMGM Sportsbook app on your phone or Android device play the BetMGM MLB free to play from now until September 7th? Be a batter and pick an area of the strike zone to win. And depending on the area of the strike zone you pick, single, double, triple, home run, or pop out, you're going to receive the prize associated with that type of hit. You get one per day. Prizey must be used on Major League Baseball, and it does expire in 24 hours. But Again, try don't get it today. Try again tomorrow. If you haven't signed up yet, what are you waiting for? BetMGM Sportsbook using that promo code PHNX. Now, there's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our folks in Arizona, you're going to get to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Make sure you're using that sweet, sweet bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to our guy, Shane Diefenbach, talk about it in the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Do you know what the perfect compliment or accessory is to No Sleeves, to a Tank Tuesday? I think I know. Yeah, Four Peaks beer. Can't beat it. And I was just checking out all the beers that they have on tap, like the Golden Lager. How about they've got the Oatmeal Stout, the Wow Light Citrus Ale. If you like the Wow Wheat, the Light goes hard as well. You got the Imperial Hazy. How about you've just got the Hop Knots. So many different ones. I'm actually... Probably gonna go home and have a Suns, bro. I'm gonna. I'm so high on this Suns team and the and how, as active as they've been this offseason, bringing in Bradley Beal. Go celebrate that big deal with a Suns brew from Four Peaks. They got something for every occasion. They go do. out and check out their brewery, Eight Street and Tempe. They're in the airport as well. And if you can't make it out to those locations, you don't have a ticket to fly off somewhere. Well, you can just go find some Four Peaks at your local Circle K local grocery store make sure you're doing it make sure you're 21 years or older and of course make sure you follow them on social media anytime they drop any products they're running any contests they just gave away four seats to a diamondbacks game giving away thousands of dollars to teachers you can learn about it find out about it learn how to get involved at four peaks brew on insta and at four peaks pub on twitter gotta be 21 years or older and of course gotta drink responsibly four peaks 
So enough of this negativity with CBS. Get out of here, CBS. We'll talk about you later. Uh, let's focus our attention to our friends at Pro Football Focus. Uh, so they listed a breakout player for every team. So the Cardinals, by default, they get to say something nice about an Arizona Cardinal. So you'd love to see that. And uh, I agree with this pick. While it wouldn't be my pick, uh, I do think that this young man is set up for success. We talked about it. Pro Football Focus for the Arizona Cardinals picks Cameron Thomas, second-year edge rusher, at, of San Diego State as a breakout player per PFF. The Cardinals are looking for help at the edge defender position after J.J. Watt's retirement, highlighted by their decision, of course, to draft B.J. Ojolari in the second round. However, one key player might already have been on the roster, 2022 third-rounder Cameron Thomas flashed with potential when he got on the field last season. Thomas earned a PFF grade just under 70 in his rookie campaign and ranked, this is Big Bo, 42nd out of 133rd qualifying edge defenders in the pass rush grade. So again, there are young players on this team that are right on the cusp of breaking out, and it's hard not to identify Cameron Thomas as one of those guys. Yeah, it's uh, it, it still makes you scratch your head and shake your head and like, what the hell was the previous coaching staff doing not playing him at That's the end right. of the season when they had nothing to play for? Unless they thought he was going to prohibit them from securing the highest draft pick possible uh but it's it's ridiculous that a guy that they tab in the top 100 as far as you know the previous draft and they don't give him any playing time really at all him or Majay sanders they're out there they're content with running out a, a dennis gardak or a junkyard dog who obviously you want to put some respect on their names but like for the for the benefit of the young player and figuring out like just getting the reps on the field. So, look, I really I agree with this. I think Cameron Thomas is, is a great breakout candidate for the Arizona Cardinals, if not, you know, when the, in the top three. I really do believe that. I mean, I think as far as the opportunities go, it's going to be a mix. I think there's three guys in the mix for two pass rush roles with this defense, and I think it's Cameron Thomas, I think it's B.J. Ujolari, and I think it's Zayvon Collins. Everybody else can buy for snaps, but I think that's going to be your primary rotation, don't you think? And I think yeah. that Cameron Thomas has is, is got the skill set uh, and, and obviously the work ethic, he's going to be playing at a higher weight, but he said, he told us that he hasn't lost a, a step at all as far as his speed, getting back to his college weight in the two seventies. So he's going to be big, physical and fast. Got to love it. That's what you need at the pass rush role. Yeah. I just, it, it makes me physically ill when I think about the malpractice that Vance Joseph did with not only Cameron Thomas, but so many of these young players stunning their growth. I, I did some uh, statistics and math, no big deal, whatever, pre-show yeah. stuff. And uh, Cameron Thomas, he had three sacks last year on 155 pass rush snaps. And if you basically map that out over the course of the season. Extrapolate that. Yeah, you extrapolate. Length. And <laughs> then, you, then you do some math because I'm just an elite mathematician. This, this type of math has never been done by a man in a tank top. I'll, I'll point that not. out. <laughs> not. I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. Uh, Cameron Thomas is going to end up, if you project that, as a rookie who was forced to lose weight in a bad scheme, he would have ended up with about seven or eight sacks as a rookie last year had he been almost a full-time player. And that is, how many games did he start in 17 opportunities? Zero. A big fat goose egg, yet he was yeah. their most productive pass rusher. You look at, at the end of the many season. muscles on display on this show. Zero. Yes. <laughs> hey, come on now. Tampa Bay, week 16, he put up a pass rush grade, a season high, 81.4. Uh, and again, this is mostly coming from the defensive line. And now he's back to where he wreaked habit, albeit at a small school, San Diego State. Uh, his, you talk about like where this Cardinal roster, it needs stars, right? But they, they also have a bunch of players 
that need to hit their floor. And I think Cameron Thomas is going to hit his floor this year. Like this is going to be the baseline of what we're going to get out of this young man for everybody that loved to slobber over Zach Allen. And I, I get it. He was a nice player, right? He didn't really prove himself until last year. Whereas I'd argue like Cameron Thomas was done a disservice by the coaching staff. Get him on the field for about 75 plus percent of the snaps this year. You're going to know by November, by Thanksgiving, this is a guy we want to lock up. This is a guy that's going to be a part of our future. You couldn't say that about Byron, about Zach Allen because of their injury concerns, the prior regime. That's one of the beauties of JG and company. You're going to get clarity. My man, Isaiah Simmons, for better or worse, we're going to get clarity on his role. Zayvon Collins, right? He's a pass rusher. It's obvious now. Cameron Thomas, 4-3 defensive end, putting on the weight back to his college position. There are going to be minimal questions with this roster. Can a guy play or can he not? And it's obvious. This kid's 22 years old. For a lot of people, he should have been drafted in the second round. I'm bullish on Maje Sanders, but I, I think right now in the intermediate, the starting defensive ends for this team, Zayvon Collins and Cameron Thomas week one at Washington. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it at all. And I think that, uh, you know, it, that that's a strength of the staff. And it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a sign of a good coaching staff that they can immediately diagnose this roster and realize and, and see the malpractice and then yeah. realize a path to success for these players uh, and putting them in roles that are going to make them successful to where before it was just like, shit, I don't know. Uh, we need a pass rusher. Um, let's take this guy out of San Diego State. He's productive. We'll ask him to drop 20 pounds, and we're going to stand him up and, and make him play outside linebacker. It's just like, yeah, what what are we doing here? Where JG and Nick Rollis were like, boom, you are going to thrive. You're going to get back to your, you know, your playing weight that you were successful at, and we're going to put you at four three DE. And sometimes you might play a little outside linebacker, and he's going to look like Sweat did uh, in that Philly defense. And that's yeah. that's that's going to be great. Like, and then if, if, if BJ Ojolari or Zayvon Collins can kind of grasp that Hassan Reddick role, uh, I mean, you, you've got a, a very poor man's version of what JG was running in Philly. Yeah. And I don't mean to keep harping on Zach Allen, but I think, I think Cameron Thomas is going to make a lot of people forget about Zach Allen. Zach Allen through two years had two sacks for this team. Couldn't stay healthy. It wasn't until year three at four. And then this past year, a breakout season with five and a half, and I know pressures account to some statistics via PFF, but I'm I'm about a numbers guy. Like, how many sacks did you have this year? How many times did you finish at the quarterback? Like, I have no doubt Cameron Thomas would have had as many sacks, if not more, than Zach Allen had he played every snap, had he been allowed to uh, rush the quarterback routinely on on NFL Sundays. It wasn't really until the end of the year that they kind of let him a little bit, but then they they scaled back. Remember the Atlanta game? Remember San Francisco week 17? He had one sack. He barely played. So, albeit frustrating, to Bo's point, it's probably for the best because it ended up getting them the third overall pick, trading down, getting Paris Johnson Jr. But, like, not, nothing's going to hold these young kids back. I, so, PFF uh, picks him as their breakout. I think he'd be my breakout defensively, but my breakout on the team, I think you know where I'm going with this, is on the offensive side. His name's Trey McBride. Trey McBride now the mm-hmm. tight end number one for the Arizona Cardinals, at least until Zach Ertz comes back from his torn up knee. And Trey McBride, who got a bunch of targets in the end of last year, shows he's very capable. Drew Petzing's offense that highlighted David Njoku in Cleveland, very tight end friendly. So it's nice. It's nice that we're talking about two guys from last year's draft when they didn't have a first-round pick, Bull Brock, playing a huge prominent roles for this team. Like, I don't want to see, and it's a big reason why people are like, don't play Kelvin Beecham, 
Don't play Dennis Gardeck. Like this team needs to know what they have in these young players and what could be a tough year. Yeah. Agent 47. I mean, if, if two Kime draft picks hit, do you have to give credit to, to Kime? Yeah, well, he'll give credit to himself while he's on Fox <laughs> Sports. You know, when I drafted Maje Sanders and I drafted yeah. Trey McBride, I knew, I mean, I guess, but I also think that you cannot deny the malpractice from this coaching staff that Kime hired Cliff Kingsbury with Christian Kirk, Vance Joseph with about 20 guys, including Byron Murphy and Zach Allen and, and Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Con- Like those guys had a hand in all of that buffoonery. So yeah, I can say nice job with these players incompetent coaching hands. And mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. I don't mean to get on a soapbox here, Bo Brock, that people are sleeping on this team is they have been so poorly coached, not just GM, but it was a coach GM combination for the last four years. Right. That's all wiped clean now. So while their talent may be sparse compared to other teams, they're, they're just in such, they have real people running the show now. Well, yeah, it's like they had a coach, they had a GM, they had an owner, they had a team, right? And it, none of it came together. There was no, there was no synergy. There was no unified front. There was nothing yeah. uh, between the three entities, right? And, and mm-hmm. you need to be a more cohesive unit. And the Arizona Cardinals weren't. And the first thing that you know, Monty Austin Ford preached was to to unify all fronts, right? Jonathan Gannon, that's that's something that he prioritizes as well. And, you know, it's, there's going to be a ton, and, and they've already talked about it, JG and Monty, like how much they're kind of in lockstep as far as what they view, as far as what they need from players, their current players, what they need to look for from future players and additions. And Monty Austin Ford's strength is going out there, especially during the season and picking up, you know, guys off the street that fit, you know, the scheme of the current coaching staff where I think – you know, Steve Kime was just daddy fantasy, Johnny Venerable on the fantasy football waiver wire. Just like, I need a running back. Let me pick up the first running back uh, who's who's got the biggest numbers where it might not, you know, it, it doesn't match up what, you know, his, his future schedule looks like. You know, is he going to get to continue to get carries? It's it, Monty Austin Fort, Jonathan Gannon. They're going to be way better as far as that goes. And I think it's just going to translate in more success, more consistent success as far as building this roster. Yeah, to Chase's point, I credit the new coaches too. I give very little credit to the to the prior regime. I'm sorry. Like I you just you can't not play Cameron Thomas when you were playing Dennis Gardeck and Marcus Golden over him as a rookie and then say, Oh yeah, I always knew Cameron Thomas was the guy. Bullshit. You didn't know, <laughs> right? Or you would have played him because you were trying to save your job. One of the biggest reasons why we came after Vance Joseph on this show and pushed back against Buda Baker and his love affair for Vance, all due respect, it's like Vance couldn't develop young players, Buddha. Like, not everybody is Buda Baker. And to see the malpractice that Vance Joseph did with young players last year, like, you could not be excited about what do the Cardinals want to do right now more than anything? Internal draft and develop, player development. That's the opposite of whatever the heck Vance Joseph was doing. And that's a big reason why you're seeing what is the De- what are the Denver Broncos doing right now? They're signing veteran players like Frank Clark to just kind of push on to Vance Joseph and say, hey, you got to play these veterans. I, I don't trust Vance or Kime or Cliff Kingsbury with young players. And so that now it's like, okay, these young players that we've invested in, let's let's see what they're made of. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to my friends at Shady Ray, I'm going to tell you they're made of the good stuff, right? And not the good, expensive, overrated, bloated stuff, the best stuff to put on your face in this hot Arizona sun, Shady Rays. The official sunglasses of PHNX usage code PHNX right now. You're going to get 
50% off of two plus pairs. Best deal bar none. It's an independent sunglasses company, world-class product. I wear mine every day. I've ditched my name brand shades. I've got another pair coming. They are my favorite. They pop off and they protect these sweet eyeballs from the uh, dangerous rays here in Arizona. It's triple digits today. Put on your shady rays because it offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses, get this, is backed by the lost and broken replacements. So if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they're going to send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, and they have your back as long as after you purchase, right? It's fantastic. Exclusively for our listeners right now, I'm telling everybody, go do this. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season, Bo Brock. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use that code PHNX. You're going to get a 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Go try it for yourself right now. Five-plus stars by over 250,000 people. Stuff goes in and out of stock, so check back early and often. They got the best sunglasses I've ever worn. I promise you. Check them out, ShadyRays.com. We had a rep friend from OGs today, and the countdown has officially begun. And we're in the less than 24 hours from them dropping a brand new flavor, which is unreal. It's legit. The Pink Lemonade OGs Gummy will be released tomorrow, June 21st, and you don't want to miss out on it. Find it at your local dispensary. More importantly, check it out, ogsbrands.com to find more info and where you can find their brand new pink lemonade flavor, which is, it's it's going to be absolute just fire. Uh, check out what they have there on their website, all the products that you want to get into. They got the mix bags now. You don't have to figure out if you like the creams, if you like the fruits, you can check for yourself. If you like the watermelons, red apples, peach, because you can get those specific uh, bags on their own, but figure out which ones you like the best. The creams, the blackberry and cream, orange cream, sickle, peaches and cream. Don't miss out uh, when it comes to flavor effect. Of course, it's a cannabis gummy, so you want to know what the effect is going to be on you. So check it out and just kind of fine tune it in with all the great products that OG's has for you. OG'sBrands.com on Instagram at OG'sBrands. You can find all their products. Your local dispensary, got to be 21 years old to purchase. Um, so we uh, bashed CBS Sports earlier. We're going to give them a second opportunity to redeem themselves, <laughs> Bill Brock, on this program. They're putting out a lot of content in the offseason, of course, and they're doing some rankings, some lists. They put out friend of the program, soon to be Jeff Kerr, uh, who, you know, fair. He, he puts out a lot of good Cardinal stuff, tags Bo and I regularly. Great follow on Twitter. Jeff put out his uh, best duos in the NFL per each team. You might be surprised where he's got the Arizona Cardinals' best duo, uh, but it, you do a little bit deep dive. It, it makes some sense. He's got DJ Humphreys and Paris Johnson as the best duo for the Arizona Cardinals. He writes, the Cardinals have a foundation on the left side of the O-line and Johnson uh, as a left guard. Regardless, Arizona has a fixture on the offensive line with the number six overall pick, so that yeah. leaves it open to be an option if you move Paris Johnson. What do you think about... Jeff, uh, pairing those two together, and do you think there's a better duo on the roster? I'm hopeful for that, right? That would be amazing. Yeah. If that's their yeah. best duo, and I think it's in the form of your tackle duo, right? Left mm -hmm. tackle, right tackle. Yeah, give that to me. I'd love to see that Paris and, and DJ, uh, the old dog versus the new dog, right? And uh, that, that would be fantastic because it would solidify, obviously, the bookends for your offensive line. It would protect 
you hopefully eat your number one commodity and in, in uh, Kyler Murray. And that would be huge because, I, you know, I like what I've seen from from Will Hernandez at the right guard spot. And that would be, you know, a decent trio of, of five offensive linemen. You figure out the left guard position and mm-hmm. then the center position. And, and then you're in a solid spot with your offensive line, which you haven't been for far too long. Uh, as far as f- for my taste, I mean, I think. Let's let's just play the hits. You, you know the best duo is the safety duo. I think it's Buddha yeah. and Jalen Thompson. I don't. I yeah. think as far as where you've got some question marks all up and down this roster, I think it's it's JT, it's Buddha. That's your top duo on this team. But I would love it to turn at the end of the season if we look back, we're like, yeah, it's the tackle duo. Sign me up for that. Well, and I've been one of many who connect the dots with DJ Humphreys. Does not have any guaranteed money left on his contract, they're going to get rid of DJ Humphreys. But let's say DJ Humphreys plays 17 games this year at left tackle and has an 80 PFF grade and is fantastic. And Paris Johnson Jr. is, we expect, a budding star at right tackle. I mean, I think you're going to have to have a conversation about, well, shit, we, we'll just keep DJ Humphreys around another year. And that at least gives you flexibility and leverage then, hey, we have really two high-end tackles. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good problem to have. Um, so I, I don't I don't hate it, but I'm with Bo. It's it's got to be the safeties. Although Fishbowl Flash saying, let's be honest, it's 100 percent Johnny and Bo for the best duo. We, we we appreciate that. Once they let us suit up, we we we're gonna show what we can, <laughs> we can really do. Um, week one against the Commanders. You want to see the worst duo? It's it's my creaky knees. That's the worst duo that would be nice on this field. That could be that could be trouble. I how quickly would I tear something? I would say within. I don't think I'm athletic plays. enough to tear anything. I just don't you, even think I could get going fast enough. Or the last time, muscle. yeah, the last time I tried to do competitive sports as a grown adult, man, I felt like I was moving in quickstand as a 35 year old. Yeah, and yeah, I told you we go to the gym. It's purely cosmetic. There's no functionality <laughs> to it. Um, but no, I Paris Johnson Jr. I'm good with like. He is their, I've argued this outside of Kyler Murray K1, like he's their most valuable asset. So mm-hmm. it's great to be able to hit your wagon and, and you're hearing great things about the young man as the focal point building block of the future. You know, I I looked right below this list for the Atlanta Falcons and, and it's B. John Robinson and one of their other backs. And it's like, that's fun, but that, could, that couldn't lead. Yeah, Algier. That couldn't lead less to winning, in my opinion. It's yeah. like, would you rather have a Pro Bowl running back or two stud tackles uh, and a good backup running back? It just what translate? It's a big reason why when we talk about with Austin Ford, what positions is he prioritizing? Tackle, pass rusher, number one corner, cornerback, right? Where did Steve Kime prioritize? He paid a bunch of money to a bunch of safeties, tweener hybrid players, inside linebackers, right? Undersized receivers, stuff that didn't translate to wins. So mm-hmm. this is the first time I've looked at, and it's bullish about Cardinal offensive linemen in some time. Yeah, it's great. It's it's uh, it, obviously in Jeff doing his homework a little bit more than some. You know, I, I looked at uh, PFF was looking at the Arizona Cardinals linebacking core, and they're talking all about Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons. And if you've been listening to this show, you realize that you know Zayvon Collins might be an outside linebacker type for this team, but primarily going to be a pass rusher. And Isaiah Simmons is a defensive back. Uh, but like we talked about Cameron Thomas, it's like can Cameron Thomas and 
either BJ Ujolari or Zayvon Collins be that pass rush duo that can maybe be a problem for opposing offenses. Uh, the cornerback room is it could it be like Marco Wilson and when Garrett Williams finally gets the green light uh, coming off his ACL tear from last October, the third round pick out of Syracuse, can that be a solid duo? Uh, the, you know, whoever mans the inside linebacker spot with Kazir White, can he find his TJ Edwards that he had in Philly? You know, th- that would be good. And and then you look at the wide receivers, Hollywood Brown. Is it a Michael Wilson? Is it a Rondell Moore? Is it a Greg Dortch? Um, it would, you know, I think that there's, there are people that can emerge. But as far as, for my money, the pro- most proven duo of this team is JT and Buddha. Pour one out. Could be the last year, at least for that duo. Uh, and it's been a special duo. Hopefully it continues. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm fired up about something continuing. It's our partnership with Saturday Neon. It's a company started by two friends, former college roommates that make officially licensed collegiate logo neon LED signs. They're fantastic. Check them out. Whether you're diehard, casual, you're putting together a sports bar, you've got a man cave, it's your dorm room, right? Getting ready for college football. You're going to love the way these signs light up your space in specifically Arizona colors. Saturday neons are made with high quality materials and backed by a two-year warranty. They're shipped with everything you need to mount power dim. So every sign is easy to install and to operate. And again, officially licensed by 19 schools, including our Arizona Wildcats, Colorado, Alabama, Wisconsin, Auburn, and many others. Again, they're great for your office, for your dorm room, for basement, whatever you want to do. If you need a neon sign, check them out. Go to SaturdayNeon.com. Use that code PHNX. You're going to get 10% off your order today. Free shipping for anything over 200 bucks. That's SaturdayNeon.com. That's going to look good in your house, your apartment, your condo. You know what else is going to look good? There's some more furniture. Go to morefurniture.com. Right now, you can start to save up to 40% on their upcoming 4th of July sale over at morefurniture.com. More savings, less hassle. Check out what they've got going on. Obviously, they've got the online door busters. Plus, you've got custom order furniture you can check into. You can speak to a design consultant. If you are uh, if you need a little help like myself, uh, you can certainly do that. Just go chat right now, more furniture.com and then when you do place an order make sure you take advantage of their white glove delivery because man it's hot outside i would not want to be moving some furniture around start to get that sweat start to throw your back out next thing you know you're you're out of you're out of commission right uh i think it was gary coker that said he sprained his fat roll and that can happen quickly if you don't take (laughs) advantage of that white glove delivery you won't sprain a single thing you won't lift a finger by using their and utilizing more furniture's white glove delivery over at morefurniture.com. Save more on the best furniture in the valley, morefurniture.com. Love to see it. Um, so today's my last day in this what? studio on this what? show. Special announcement. I'm leaving Maricopa. Yes, I'm leaving the town. That is the armpit of my life. I will say bon voyage to my friends down the street at Circle K, but I am leaving Maricopa. I will not be on the show tomorrow. Pour some out for I am joining civilization and moving to the East Valley to an undisclosed location, but no longer will I be located (laughs) in the sweet, sweet town of Maricopa, Arizona. It has been fun, but my my watch has ended, Bo Brock. Wow. Well, thank you, Maricopa, the town of Maricopa, for housing and abetting the venerable family. Uh, I mean, 
couldn't have asked for maybe a more convenient location would have been better for for you guys but nice job nice job americopa they they really they they were up to the task to get you at least back in the great state of Arizona, and that's all you could ask for right there. I'm asking for clear internet connection, clear skies <laughs> as we make the venture. Uh, as Bo Brock just mentioned, I'm gonna da- I'm gonna dabble with more furniture, and I'm I'm gonna ask my father-in-law to move me in 110 degree heat. He's your white glove delivery, time. your father-in-law, yes. poor guy. Yes. Um. So appreciate it. We got you Howard. Couldn't, like you might have been able to tell the the entire chat a little bit better. The way you sprung it on us made it sound like and I, and I think that was intentional. You were trying to make it sound dramatic like you were leaving the show. This no, it, it's more it, I think this is more dramatic than if I were to actually leave the show. Leaving Maricopa to <laughs> me is more dramatic than than that uh for the sanity of my of my family. Uh but you're you're on with Howard tomorrow. Howard Balzer is going to join us. Of course, our beat reporter is going to be hanging out. He's going to join online. Uh, he's going to be remote. And wanted to get, he wanted to come in studio, but I think he's going to do it remote. He had some uh, scheduling conflicts that you all don't give a crap about. But he's going to be on regardless, filling in uh, for Johnny as he move, He makes his poor father-in-law move everything for him. And, and That's puts right. his kids to work. Uh, I, I'm going to make sure that uh, he all my collectibles <laughs> yep. for, for making his kids work too much um and yeah then you're going to join us from your new humble abode on thursday we'll be back rolling you'll love the new studio setup when i have it rocking and rolling and ready to go uh but in the meantime if you want to do me a favor support the move support us at gophnx.com become a die hard no better time bo brock I mean, the Phoenix Suns are giving us new life here in the Valley. Ain't a, this ain't Maricopa mortgage any longer. Johnny's no. got, he needs that money. So you can help him out <laughs> by coming a diehard. <laughs> uh, check out the work of my many talented peers, Howard Balls or Jira Borgay and company. They do fantastic work. If you want to unlock everything, and I mean everything, you got to become a diehard, get a free hat and or t-shirt every year you're signed up. Bo Brock dropping exclusive content, myself hanging out in the member discord. We got training camp right around the corner. Now is the time load up on the gear at the merchandise locker. Suns are dropping new, new gear every day. It seems like as they acquire a new all-star every day, we're working myself, Bo Brock, the peeps behind the scene on some fresh Cardinal gear, but there's plenty to choose from in the meantime. Check it out. PHNX locker. Yep. It's going to be elite Cardinals gear that you're going to want to get your mitts on and show up to our tailgates uh, each and every Sunday this upcoming season at the BetMGM Sportsbook. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for a new episode tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, barring any breaking news, have a good, great rest of your tank Tuesday. That's right. Let's tank, baby. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Wednesday on PHNX Cardinals.